And now, he's been promoted. His job, principal. Good morning, everyone. This is Uchain Joku. And welcome to this episode of the Sneaker Principal Podcast. Um, I'm coming to you from Atlanta, Georgia. I'm here for a family event. And um, I'm up early as usual. And I thought to myself, this is a perfect opportunity for me to record another episode. Um, so I do apologize for those of you who love my intro, you know, Pac talking about, uh, for those of you who are not aware, Tupac Shakur talking about sparking the brain that will change the world. So um, those of you who have been sending me comments in my inbox saying how much you love that intro, thank you so much. So pretend that that happened and we're going to go straight into this video. Um, so this morning I want to talk to you um, about a topic that a lot of people don't talk about as far as in school leadership. Um, we, we cherish this thing, but we don't really talk about it, which I don't understand. Um, and if we do talk about it, it's always in the, in the negative after something bad has happened. But I believe this is something that's very important from the jump. And I learned this um, the hard way, but I also learned it from experience. So um, in this topic, I mean, sorry, in this episode, we're talking about the topic of building trustworthy leadership teams. Okay, one more time. Trustworthy leadership team, teams. Um, let's, let's just go straight to, to the core of, of this. If you don't have trust in any team, you cannot make it happen. Whatever it is, the mission is, whatever the goal is, trust is literally the foundation. It's, it is the, the water that, that you mix into that cement, so you can have that solid foundation. If you don't have that water, you know, like literally, you cannot have cement without some type of fluid that you add to that mix to the mixture to soften it, to make it wet, so that it can dry and become a strong foundation. So just remember this: water is necessary. You can't do anything without it, um, except with trust, right? Um, so for a lot, a lot of us, trust is um, like a buzzword. You know, you trust me, I trust you, you trust, trust the process. We use the word over and over again. But I take trust to a very visceral place for me. Because if I trust you, that's one less thing I have to worry about. You know, often schools and even school leaders struggle to, with getting things done because either they don't trust their teams their team doesn't trust them, the teachers don't trust them, the, the, the students, the families, this, there's this, this great area that they live in. And um, for me, that's a problem. If you're trying to move a school forward, you have to have that common vision. You have to have that, that space of existence where we are all working towards the same thing. I'll give an example. I worked at a school um, um, a few years back, and the issue I had there was <clears throat> I had... Um, key members of my team who um, they were so stuck on the past and what, how things were done in the past with the previous principles. And, um, and it would always be, you know, but we did it this way. We did it that way. You know, um, you're, you're just changing a lot of things. And the, thing, the fact of the matter, I didn't change a lot of things. Let me be honest with you. I came in there I was, as, as a turnaround principal, I was told, this is the issue that's happening in the school. I did my research. I did my my um, my data dive. You know, my table audit into the school, and I saw patterns. 
And these patterns that I saw, I shared with the superintendent, these patterns that I saw, I shared with the staff, and we talked about it, and we're like, listen, if we can shift these, these few things here, if we can make these, these pivots, we can move the school in the right direction, and in due time, and, 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 I, and I told them, quick, sooner than later, we will be moving towards a place of success, because we have um, um, a roadmap here, we see where we have to go. But the only way we can be, we're all, we're all going to be able to reach that place, we have to trust each other. You know, the person sitting next to you, left to your left or to your right, or behind you, or maybe even in front of you, you know, we all have to trust each other. We all have to have that common understanding, that common vision, you know, how we're going to get there, the common mission, what is it that we're working towards. <clears throat> we, all, we all have to be moving, in, you know, in lockstep, in accord. You know, we're not, we're not automatons, you know, but... There has to be a reason that we're coming here every single day and busting our butts. And in this space, I had, um, I had a um, uh, a teacher, a veteran teacher, who would always consistently come up with reasons or or find, try to find ways to distract the team, you know. And these distractions led to conversations that were long and drawn out and just wasted time. And it wasn't just me that felt that way. Other people felt that way. And um, and when this person realized that the team was not vibing with their with um, with their attempts to distract, um, then they try to find other ways by creating the stories about you know, well, Principal Njoku said this, and see what see. What, and so now now trying to pick up pick at in you know, creating issues that there weren't that didn't exist, you know, creating um. Uh, um, things that were completely made up. I'm, I love to document. I'm the kind of person, listen, almost in every instance where of importance, I will follow with an email, I will follow with some kind of documentation so we're all on the same page. You know, and especially made a comment, and I, and, and I don't want to share what the comment is, because if they're watching this, or people who are watch this, they're going to be like, oh, we know who this is. So uh, you know, I'm respectful of, of people. and um, but But this thing, you know, I was able to back up and show that didn't happen, that that there was no documentation to prove that thing, and there was also documentation to prove that it didn't happen. So this person had to back down, and this person actually stepped down from their position in the school because they were embarrassed, you know. Um, but what was even more important was that a lot of the teachers and staff and support staff didn't write with them, you know. And it wasn't that they were writing with me. They were writing with the vision and mission that we all agreed on. And that was the key here. We are doing this together, you know, and we're co-creating, you know, we're prototyping together this future that we want for our school community. So, um, so that was a, that was a big thing in that, in that scenario. Um, pardon me here. I'm just going through my notes to make sure that I'm covering all the points I want to cover. Now, um, the first thing. The first, so so actually going back, just remember again, trust is the foundation. You know, water to the cement that gives you a solid foundation. But now, how do you build a um, a trust a trustworthy team? The first thing I want to tell you is this: um, you have to actually pick the team. You have to pick your team. And some people might say, but wait a minute, but what if I'm coming to a school that the team, everybody stops, I'm the new person there. You know, that is that is commonly what happens. You know, 
some people are lucky enough to come into a to a in, into a school where it's you know the leadership is in shambles. You know there is no core leadership, so you get to kind of like you know um, bring some people in. And sometimes it may be a mix of both. But before I pick, I, I make it. I start building my team. What I always do is try to learn who, who's there already. You know, who's there? Like who? Who am I working with? Who are the people who are here? What have the, what have, what have been their contribution to the school's overall history? What is their their educational uh, uh, philosophy? What is it that they believe about students and how they learn? What is it that they do in the school to contribute to the growth? You know of the school. Oh, and at the same time, you know, what is it? What is it that they've done to maintain the status quo as well? So, um, all these things are, are super, super important. But as I learn people, you know, and also talk to learn their strengths and their weaknesses, and what are they really great at? What are they not so good at? What What are the things that I'm like, hmm, this is this that you need to be trained up on, you know, to at least be proficient in. All these things gives me a, a, a much broader view of of the of the school, the school staff, and then I do this. I do the same thing for everyone: my school aides, my my front office work um, staff. I do something for teachers and even my administrative team. And then, based on that, <clears throat> I start to assign roles. You know, um, not just roles that you're strong at, but I do also do cycles of like exposure to things that you need to become stronger at. You know, making sure you get into training and, and, and the cross training and different things. Um, but the thing too now, once I know where people stand and what their their strength is, because your strength is going to, you know, if it's the right skill set, and your strength is going to help me accelerate the work. You know, because one of the things that I really believe is, as a principal, I am not, um, I'm not the know be, I'm I'm not the um, the um, what's the, how do you say it, the end all be all of the school. No, not at all. This is a team effort. We all have to be on the same page. We all have to play our role. And um, it's my responsibility to make sure that I'm assigning you the right role and also giving the right training if you're, if you're not, you know, fully vetted in that, in that space or uh, fully up to par. That's my responsibility. But then this is where I start to say, hey, I need you to do this because I see how strong you are, you are at this, how efficient you are at this. So this is going to be your responsibility. This is going to be your responsibility. And sometimes I find myself having to take on a lot, a lot of responsibilities for the interim because I don't have the key people who are strong enough, you know. And I, I might reach out to the district office and say, hey, I need help with these things as I'm building my team. I'm always building my team. There's a lot of principals out there, they don't build a team. They do it all themselves and they just kind of, kind of drag on to the finish line and they complain about how burnt out they are. And I'm like to myself, like, why would you do that? Unless you absolutely had to. Even the, 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 weakest, the weakest of your team can be made competent enough to take on certain tasks that, that allow for the school to function. I'll give you an example. Uh, with, with my leadership team, I'm always trying to find people who are very strong at who are very strong at um in public speaking and they're very strong in turnkey turnkeying material because I send them to PDs and they come back in and they turn turnkey that what they learn from those PDs to the rest of the staff. I have people who are who are just operationally sound. They are so well organized and I'm like, okay, I need you to be my IEP teachers, especially if they're specifically if they're if if they're um, licensed for special education, because I want them to be able to help me organize the processes so I can get my annuals done, my triannuals, and all these other things that have to be done for special education. 
Um, I've had I've always been fortunate enough to have an AP who's strong enough, who's very strong in um in budgeting. So they're they become my CFO. They are the ones who track and make sure that all my spending and everything is on point, that we don't miss any POs or every work orders is processed, like stuff like that. And um, and then of of course you know if I have a dean or an, a, an assistant principal who's very strong with culture, so they can hold that down. Our processes, how the kids travel, all those things are all in line, right? So, you know, this is all important because now guess what happens? We have an organization that's running effectively. I get to be the CEO and actually make sure all the moving pieces are all coherent and we're moving towards our goal and our mission and 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 do what we need to do to be successful. Um, and and that also allows for me not to get burnt out, and also allows for my team to not get, to not get burnt out because they're they're moving in their strengths. But at the same time, like I said before, I would put them in a position to also cross cross train and learn other skills as well. You know, it's kind of hard to lead what you don't know. So when I put people in these positions, if they weren't there, I can definitely do the job myself. But if you're not, if I'm not careful, I, I don't I don't build a team. Then I, I I'm doing the job of ten people, and wonder why I have to be in the building at like at five thirty in the morning and leave at like nine o'clock in the evening, which I know a lot of school leaders who do that, you know they do that and 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 I'm like, I did it too, until I learned how to build a team and make sure I have a very very strong team, um, but like this, um, diversity of skills and perspectives is essential. You don't want everyone to be just like you. You want to have those different um, modes of thinking and how they see things. Um, it's like it's like the Avengers. I always make the, the joke that um, my team is like the Avengers. You have the Captain America, you have the Iron Man, you have the Incredible Hulk, you have the Black Widows, you have all these people who have specific skill sets that are very, very integral to the success of the team. But at the same time, um, there's overlaps. Go Captain America, or uh, Iron Man can lead easily, you know. But then we also know that Hulk can lead as well because he's he went from being the like the you know rage-filled green guy to also now being able to stabilize and be well well um, well focused and and um, and um, highly intelligent in in the green state, you know. And that's the thing I want that across the board with my team. Um, now, when you have a team, the next thing you want to do is this. Communications. You have to become a great communicator of of uh, of your team to your team. You always like you don't want them ever in the dark. You want to make sure you there's always open communication or sharing with them your, what's happening. You know, and you also create space for them to communicate as well. Having um those those periodical team meetings, whether it's um some some people do um once or twice a week. Some people do like you know they do um um what, what is it called? Um, where you just gather everybody in the morning for a few minutes and just like, well, hey, what are you doing? What's your, what's your, what are you over certain things? Like, communicate, communicating is very, very important. I send out a weekly newsletter to my whole entire school. I'm constantly emailing my staff, my leadership team. Um, I'm texting with them. I have a group, a group chat. What's going on? Everybody's able to communicate. I'm calendaring um, standing meetings. Like, all these things are very, very important because at the end of the day, when you have if you, you might have a team of two, or maybe a team of three. In my in my case, my leadership team is five people, and these five people have integral parts of the school that I need to know what's going on every single moment. Because if I'm asked, "Hey, what's going on with this?" 
I, I can't be like, I don't know. I have to talk to this person. I need to know consistently. So when, when they send emails out, I'm copying them. You know, um, they'll, they're giving me feedback, giving me updates on what they're doing and, and, and ensuring that it's in line with the mission and vision and, and the tasks assigned with, uh, and, and, and alignment with the outcome required. So these things are very, very important. Um, you know, and when it comes to communicating, the other thing now is, um, you have to empower your team to lead. Don't build a team and then they have to wait for every two seconds. They have to wait for, to make, they can't make a decision, decision for themselves. They have to wait for your expressed permission to do every little thing. My thing is this, all my team members have a very clear job description and what they should be, they should be working on and the timelines for us to communicate where things are at. And, um, and because we build, a, we build an effective team, the goal is to be efficient in getting the work done. Not to have, you know, uh, a, a squad of people that look good and you can say, hey, look at my, look at my, 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 my squad. No, it comes, still comes down to the work. So like right now, um, I know for a fact, my dean, my two, my two academic deans, my assistant principal, my lead structural coach, and then my other peripheral um, team leads, I know what they're doing. I know what, the, what they're working on and they know what they're working on. And um, yes, there are check-ins. They will check in with me and say, hey, this is where I'm at with this. What do you think? And in some cases, I already know that what the outcome is supposed to be and they're also working with each other. So there's a deadline, and when the, the, the task is done, I'll be copied on it, I can see it, and then they move on. Like, these things are very, very important. You know, being able to be in a space where, where um, you, you empower them to lead. And the other thing too, by empowering them to lead, also allows them to develop their leadership skills as well. You know, if it wasn't for the principals who said, hey, keep you keep in the loop, we're gonna meet and touch base, and, and allowed me to actually maneuver as a leader and make decisions. And I wouldn't be where I am right now. So I know that this is something that I want for my leadership team because I'm, I've said this before in previous videos. If you're a school leader and you're not, you, you're, not building a, you're not building and developing your replacement, you're doing harm to the community. Because the thing is this, anything can happen to you. You're human. You can drop right now from, from, from ailments that would sit you down on the sidelines for, for weeks or even permanently. What have you done to make sure beyond just building an amazing school that you're building capacity of leadership um, with your team? There should be always somebody on your team who can just step up to make sure there's continuity, there's continuity of leadership. Don't create a space where all of a sudden someone's being brought from the outside into the community and now the community has to go through the whole process of, here we go again, a new principal who has come here and learn us and might not like what we're doing and force us to now make another pivot. You know, for me, Turnaround schools is, or putting schools on the right track, it's about helping to establish culture, a way of doing things that's unique to that school, you know, and it's not about me, you know, it's about the school culture, it's about the school's way of doing things, so that anyone who sits in that seat now has to say, hmm, how do I best continue to lead the success of this school? You know, without saying, okay, I'm gonna bring these massive changes and because this is what, this is what I want. So, um, so it's very important to empower your team because the other thing too I tell about my team is that I tell them, like when we talk, I need to know the truth. I need to know the real. If you feel like what I'm saying makes no sense or I'm bugging, let me know. 
let's have real dialogue here because this also helps me grow as a leader. Um, I'm not perfect. I don't know everything. And, and, I, and I'll share this with you. I've learned so much from my leadership teams. They brought, they brought things to my attention I didn't even think about. I'm like, whoa, they're not part of the way I do things. And again, these came from quote-unquote subordinates. So think about that. Empowering your team to, um, to have voice, to make decisions, and to also give you feedback. And that's the last thing of the, of the of things that are very important in building teams. Accountability and feedback. You have to hold your team accountable. You, can, you just don't let them run amok. You know, hold, hold, hold your team accountable. You know, sit down, have, have those sessions um, where, where you're, giving them, you're giving them constructive feedback and they're also giving you constructive feedback. Um, this is very, very important because if, you're, if that portion is not there, then people might be moving you know, with a very poor understanding of what the, the mission is. And by the time you realize it, you're like, oh my God, I didn't know that you didn't understand. Or, or, um, or, um, or even the person, your, your leader, you know, your, your um, member of your leadership team is making decisions doing things incorrectly. So you're trusting to do one thing, but they do something completely different because there wasn't clear communication, they weren't getting feedback, and, and, they were not, and there was no one holding them accountable for the work. You know, so it's very important that um, that uh, that is part of the the foundational work you're doing as well. You know, making sure that there's uh, feedback and accountability. You know, in in the way your team functions. So again, uh, we go to the beginning here, and um, remember, you have to select the right team if you if you want to establish, you know, uh, or build a, a trustworthy leadership team. You gotta get the right people on the bus. You gotta pick the right team. You, um, you have to foster open communications. You gotta communicate. You gotta talk a lot. You know, um, you gotta empower your team to make their own decisions in alignment with the mission and vision, and and not have to come to you for every little thing. You know, but the things you have to train them on that to 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 to, to differentiate from the small things from the big things. There's small things they can do. You know, I tell my dean, listen, if you want to restructure the way we, we move the kids upstairs down, um, from lunch to, 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 to our floor, okay, come up with a plan, share with me. So I know what, what it is. And when they, share the, when they share the plan with me, I'll give my feedback. Or in, in like or in this year, I had no feedback to give. It was a, it was a spot on plan. From my 20s experience, I was like, that's, if, that's quite efficient. Let's, let's put it in the plan and see how it works. And so far, it's been working. Okay, I didn't say, "Hey, let's sit down here and show me every little step." No, I said, "Put it together. Show me what you what you're thinking." And I've been doing this long enough that I can say, "Hmm, you're missing something here." Or, 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 um, or, um, in this case, I was just like, "Wow, I'm excited to see how this works because it seemed it looked to be way more efficient than what we were doing prior." Um. So your accountability to make their own decisions, and then also, I'm sorry, you give them the um, empower them to make the, to make their own decisions, and then account, accountability and feedback. You got to meet with them, you got to talk to them, you got to give them feedback, and you also have to be willing to accept constructive feedback yourself. Leader, the main leader, the principal, we're not fallible, you know. Infallible, I'm sorry, we're not infallible. You know, we do make mistakes. We don't always see everything, and. Feedback and accountability has to go both ways. I ask my team to hold me accountable. I actually ask my whole entire school community to hold me accountable, and I'm and I'm always asking for feedback. But at the same time, it's also my job to hold them accountable and give them feedback and make sure the whole team is moving in the right direction.
All right. That's it for today. Thank you so much for, for listening to this. Please leave your comments. Um, share share this, this, uh, these tips and, and this podcast because I think it's very important that we are um, making sure that school leaders, inspiring school leaders, have as much of the tools that they need to be successful. This job is not easy by any means. But however, I think we have the ability and the power to produce stronger leaders that are, are functioning on, on a level that allows them to really, really impart change and move our kids forward. Um, yeah. So with that being said, have an amazing rest of your day and I'll talk to you soon. Peace.